Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers, and we are live once again. Hey, you may not see this podcast on Monday or hear this podcast on Monday because we have a regular podcast with Shelly Saves the Day, and that will be released later today. I'll post this podcast probably Wednesday of Wednesday, Thursday this week. So those of you who are watching live, you can certainly catch the replay of this later. But I wanted to get into questions and answers that I often get. I promised a few bonus uh, shows because, well, I, I didn't have a couple shows over the summer and I wanted to make those up. So promise kept and I'm going to do a few of these, especially... When I have a guest set up, that gives me an opportunity on Monday to record a show, do it live. You can you can ask questions, and then I can post it later in the week. So that's, I think, going to work out pretty well. So those of you who are coming in, if you have questions about YouTube and growing a YouTube channel, feel free to put them in the comments, and I will I will go through some of the questions that I have gathered from folks during the week as well as some actually pretty common questions that I said I would uh, follow up with. Now, those of you who are interested in growing a YouTube channel, there are some very basics that you need to understand. And thank you all for the thumbs up. And thank you all for being here, too. And some of the basic things you need to understand is that, and I think it really has become a core theme, especially over the last year. A lot of times in YouTube, we go through these phases and, hey, how are you? Good to see you. Um, it, it, we go through phases within the YouTube community on how to grow a channel and what is important, and we kind of review it, and then we that kind of fades and something, you know, a new tactic of the day comes up, and then and then we we find out what really works and what does not. And I think right now, the core conversation is about audience, and we talked about that last week. Audience really is probably the most important thing. But when someone says to you, audience, you have to know the audience, you need to follow the audience, what does that really mean? Well, it comes down to this. It comes down to understanding what that audience really wants and what you can create for that audience and what they desire. And... I think I mentioned this last week. I think it's really important to consider one of the best questions you can ask yourself when it comes to your audience after you've created a few videos or you're about to create another video, even more importantly, asking yourself the question, what would the audience, what would the audience from my last video appreciate as the next video? Hey, quick question, just a general question. Where am I from? I am, I am in Michigan in the United States. Thank you for dropping by. And a question that often comes up is, you know, where do I start? What are the first things I need to do? And I think that audience question is probably your first thing. Look at who you wish to serve. Are, are, you, are you a comedian? Are you an educator? What is it? Documentary? Do you love videography? What is it that you're trying to do? What is your core? We talk about that a lot in the Combination Code, which is what my channel's about. 
your core? What are you the best at? What is the thing that people ask you specifically about? What do they ask you about? What, when people are asking for your advice, who, who do, what do they ask you specifically? And that's a really good hint as into what it is that you should probably consider when you are developing a channel. Okay, here's a question, and we'll get back into the overall because this is the main idea of the, today's show is question and answer. What if there is no audience uh, support but getting blank views? How can we know what to upload? That's a fair question, and that's a really tough question because uh, we, we often face that when we start our channel. And, you know, I, I certainly, especially early in my early days of my YouTube channel, I, I would get no comments because I look for some guidance like, man, even somebody saying something mean to me would be helpful. <laughs> anything, anything would be helpful. And the thing is, if you're not getting any feedback, it's hard to make decisions. And, and I totally get that, that issue. So what you need to do is just look at anything you can possibly get. You have to probably had a few people uh, who, who are, are viewing your, your videos, and it could be two, three, five, six people. That's fine. And just look at any data you possibly can. Look at your last few, few videos and then you know, look and see which one was the more popular out of those three, four, five videos, and then go from there. Then make those decisions. And from there, you can build you know, a momentum because the momentum is really important. And that's something that Daryl Eves has been talking a lot about. So yeah, working on trending can be helpful. But remember, to, to chase trending, and this is a good, good topic, if you if you're tra tracing, excuse me, if you're chasing trending topics and it has nothing to do with the core of your channel, you could find yourself with a bunch of an audience that honestly doesn't care about what you're doing. And let me be candid here: there are a lot of you folks from around the world who watch and come to this channel, and I think you're great. That's awesome. But a lot of folks come to the channel for the first time who are driven from those videos that were created in India. And then they realize, oh, I don't understand English. And then they just bounce off. and Or they just make a quick comment and leave. And that has no value. And that's the same kind of a thing as a trend. These were shout-outs from uh, videos created in a different language that sent people here. Now, I got some great people, such as yourself, who watch and, you know, you're, you're, you're wonderful. And those of you who continue to come back and watch and participate, I know you came from those channels and you're awesome. And I, and I think it's great, but a good portion don't. And it's actually hurtful for the channel. So when, um, you know, Tech Triangle, who's a great, great YouTuber doing good stuff. And he did a video on me when he had about 20,000 subscribers and now he, now he congratulations to him as well over a hundred thousand he's driving people over here but most of them don't care and it's actually hurting my channel versus helping so don't go around looking for the shout outs don't go around necessarily for trends is it unless it's related to your youtube channel then yeah look for what is working out there look for channels that are doing certain things and follow what's working for them and maybe trends that are working related to your 
business, your, your YouTube business or what you're trying to do or what you're trying to create. So, but you know, some of us going back to that original question, sometimes we don't have an audience and it's, it's tough. And you, what I would recommend is that you have friends and family. I would say, have your friends and family look at your, your videos and give you some feedback and try to get a few people that you think would be interested in your videos. And, and, you know, I, I've honestly have used other social media in the beginning or email lists that are relevant to the channel to get people there just so I can get some views to get some data to figure out what is working. But you don't want to be random about it. You don't just want to go to channels all over the place and just post comments hoping people will come to your channel. It's just not going to help you. It could actually hurt you because the wrong people may be coming to your channel. So it's important. How much is your monthly salary? How much is yours? You tell me first. <laughs> I mean, it, really, why do you need to know? Let's see. Uh, blank audience from trending uh, doesn't care about our core. Is this right, sir? Okay, like a blank audience from trending. I, I don't know what you mean by a blank audience. Um, so a blank audience from trending, and it doesn't care about our core. Is that right, sir? Yeah, so if it, there's some, some trending can be relevant, but you have to be strategic about it. Even if you go and develop relationships on other channels, in other words, there are some channels that I comment on and other people comment on and they're related to the things that I do and we get to know each other and some of them come over and do subscribe, but because they care. The last thing you want to do is try to get people to your, your channel who don't care. And so many of these things, such as sub for sub, commenting with these quick comments everywhere that say nothing, you know, that, that doesn't do you any good at all. <laughs> Zero. And, and then sometimes you'll, you'll run across somebody who's like, well, I got a thousand subscribers doing that. Yeah, but, you know, overall, you're still in the long term. In the long term, you end up failing because those people that you got there didn't care. Those thousand people who got there ultimately didn't care, and that's too bad. All right, keep working, keep growing. Yeah, so it is work. That's a good point. It is, it is about the work. And as we've talked about on this channel, and many of you have kind of brought this point up, you know, you don't give up, man. Why, why are you not giving up? You've done so much and you keep... Because how many of you... How many of you saw the, the Mr. Beast video? How many of you saw that? That was from five years ago. He just released it last night. And he's been talking about it. He's been talking about it for a while. I've see, seen him at uh, a number of uh, events, uh, a couple events. And he's been talking about this video that he recorded five years ago. And it's going to be released in October. And it's been released from five years ago. He had 8,000 subs. And, he, and it took him a few, few years to get there. So this is like eight years, you know, seven, eight years that he's been working on it. Uh, I mean, it takes time. And most of those overnight successes, they didn't happen overnight. And you, you say, wow, you know, how come this person with, you know, so many subscribers gets, only gets so many views? I mean, look, when you are served videos, you're seeing the best of the best. You're seeing the top 1% of them. And you're not seeing the thousands and thousands and thousands of other videos and YouTubers who are doing a great job, but don't get the millions. 
And that's mostly what happens. It takes time. And if you ask most of the YouTubers, it's very rare that a YouTuber just goes flying up into the top. So you have to, yes, it's all about the work. And yes, hey, love from India. Thank you so much. I appreciate everyone from around the uh, around the world. I mean, there's so many great people who come here and visit and talk with us and and, and, and comment on the show and the, the, the video. So pre- I appreciate it very much. So I, I am the harshest YouTuber. <laughs> In what way? Maybe just giving it to you straight. Uh, ch- check out my, my friend Roberto Blake. He'll give it to you straight too. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen him, he, he's, he's, he does good stuff too. And he, he does, and he's done very well. He's done very well. Um, one of the things, should, I get this question a lot. Should you have multiple channels? And, you know, it's, it's a good conversation that actually we had with, uh, I had with Shelly, who's uh, the podcast comes out later today. And if you're interested, those of you who are watching live, and we've had a number of people watching live, uh, the tubeblog.com is where this podcast is hosted. And, and today, later today, we talk about, Shelly and I do talk about having multiple channels. And we do, I do, I have multiple channels. Um, I have a couple with over a thousand. This one's, we're working on 3,000. Um, the other one is at, at about, I don't know, 1,300 or so, 1,200. And then I have one that I'm doing my tutorials on, which I'm just about to hit, a, hit a, about 100 subscribers on. And the reason I'm doing the tutorial channel is because they do really well. And I have a feeling if, if I'm going to do a channel that's going to grow at a good pace, it'll probably be the tutorial channel through search. But I wanted to put it all on one location. And so I have a few channels with different themes that I can go to and work off. I have a photography channel that, that does, again, that's the one with about 1,200 subs, but I haven't posted there much. And that's the channel that I burned out on. And that's the thing. You can niche down a lot, but then you can burn out very easily, and that, that often will happen. So you have, to, you have to balance things, and it takes time to get where you want to go. But that persistence is super, super important. All right. Uh, more than subscribers, support audience is important. Yes, that's exactly right. Support of the community is very, very important. And that, you know, I, I think that's that's the, the idea. I mean, you don't want just bodies there. You want people who care because YouTube looks at how people, if you just go to a video, do a quick comment and leave, that's like seconds on the video. No, YouTube... And, and if you're going to help a YouTube channel and someone that you care about as a YouTuber, go to another channel, a YouTuber that you like, go there, leave that comment. Yes, give them a thumbs up, but also watch the video. Because if you just leave and not watch the video, even if you just leave it on and listen to it and do something else, but, you know, help that YouTuber. You know, let them know, you know, help them overall by actually uh, watching their videos. That's what's going to be very helpful. And even best is when you people go in and watch more videos. Okay. Another question. So there's a, there's a question that comes up quite a bit and that is what is a good click through rate? I've seen this question a lot and that's a very fair and tough question to answer. That's in the analytics. And, um, YouTube says half of the half of the uh, videos um, get about two to ten percent. 
uh, click-through rate. It can really just depend. So you would say that I, I talked the other, let's see, over the summer with uh, some YouTubers who were saying, okay, when they had 6% or above, hey, that's going to be really good. If you get 6%, once your video's going and stays 6% or above, your chances are it's going to do really well. But again, it all depends. Because, for example, quite often when I release a video, I get like 10 to 13% click-through rate. Well, if that's the case, why doesn't the, that video go skyrocketing? Well, back to what I was just talking about before. People aren't watching because people from around the world are coming, don't understand the language, and leave. I'm kind of stuck in a loop here because of this. Uh, I'm not complaining. I love the audience. Um, but I'm stuck in a loop because if I keep getting more and more people in the same within other folks, there are some people who release a video and, you know, some of their very best videos have a low click-through rate, but people watch it. And that's huge. So it's a good, good, hey, how you doing? See, we got, we're getting a lot of folks in here. So this is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm trying to say. Um, on the click-through rate, is that it really does vary depending on the, on the channel, on your competition. Because you could have an 8% click-through rate, but if the best videos in your niche, in your category, have a 10% click-through rate when launched and through the, the time of that video, you know, you're, you're not, you're not going to get the results that you think you should. So that, that's really what it is. And we, this is one of the things I think you need to understand. All YouTubers have challenges they need to work through. All, all YouTubers at zero have specific challenges. YouTubers with 100 subscribers, 1,000. Believe it or not, there are YouTubers with 100,000 subscribers who feel like they're failing. And so it's important to understand where you are and be okay with where you are and the audience that you've developed and, and keep focusing on that audience to build and grow. So that, I, I think that's really, really important. So trying to keep up on questions here. Why subscribe not uh, gain, gained on your channel? So this is somebody who, okay, let's see. Okay, I know about click-through rate, so what I watch full video in... Oh, one and a half times speed. Sure. Well, that will. Uh, so the one and a half times speed. So if it's a six minute minute video, you do one and a half times speed. Would that be like four and a half minutes to get through? And that that's just fine. It will be a. If you go all the way through, it's a hundred percent retention, and that's highly valuable. So so how do impressions work? We'll get to that next. Why? So somebody's asking the the standard question. You know why why um, people have not subscribed and. Uh, to this channel. Um, it's a common question I get on here. Again, what we talked about in the beginning, I would recommend you go back near the beginning so I don't have to repeat it before. But a lot of it is because, uh, well, how, my, you know, actually, that, that's, a different, that's a different question, kind of. The real question is, how many, how many am I supposed to have? What, what are you expecting? Well, how many am I supposed to have? We all have a different journey. And I, I, I do recommend that you go back to the beginning of, of this and, and hear what I was talking about related to a common question that is given to me about the channel. Again, some of the videos that have been, that have been created about this channel, uh, it's, it's rather interesting. What is the value of calling your name? 
Let me, if you can explain it to me, <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. But these, these, are, these are questions that are common. I, I want to kind of throw them back at you to think it through, because obviously you didn't hear a lot of what I was saying before, which is fine. Not everybody bounces in at the same time. Okay, how do impressions work? Let's, let's get into that. Impressions, YouTube will start off with, give you kind of a first set of opportunities when you launch a video. And that's usually to the home crowd, the people who've recently watched your videos, not necessarily who've subscribed, but people have watched your videos and that's browse features and you'll get some initial impressions right then and there. And then YouTube will see, oh, you know, there's a pretty good click through right here. Those people like it. I'm gonna send it out to more of the people who have recently seen these videos. If that goes well, we'll continue to make note of the types of people who clicked and watched. And if there's an opportunity and it happens once in a while, well, maybe there is trending or maybe there is a video out there related to your video and YouTube will serve your video to as maybe a next step option or a, a suggested video. And that will increase more and more impressions. And it, there's just kind of different levels along the way. So in other words, the more successful your, your video is with click-through and how people within a specific niche are, are interacting with that video, YouTube will take a chance. And that chance are those impressions. And those impressions uh, will give you an opportunity. Now, if your video really doesn't perform as YouTube gives you more impressions, then it'll, it'll slowly die off and plateau out. So that's a general idea of how it works. But impressions are important. And impressions, getting those impressions can happen by when we talk about, we are talking about earlier, following trends. You could get a lot of impressions that way. And if you create a really good video and a higher click-through rate, you can get a lot of views too. So if there is something that's really popular right now and you create a video about it, there's a good chance you will get more impressions from it. So, uh, but there's a number of ways, a number of ways to go about it. And it really is an important Important to be con consider of the types of impressions. So if, again, you create a video that is trending, but it's not a good video, it could really hurt in some ways too. And I, I think you need to be careful of what you're doing. You love my live streams. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Let's see. I have, I have your name in my notes because it was so important to me to make sure that I had it right <laughs> the next time that we see pre-teach, I believe is the proper name way to say. So anyway, thank you. Good to see you. Somebody was asking me to call their name out before. I don't mind calling people's names out, but it was more of a question before. Looking for questions as we uh, move into uh, this final chapter of our live stream. I, I, I appreciate all of you who've come in. Because I do care about the folks who come and listen, and I do care. I, I, I think some people have been calling me kind of mean. You have a question. Pratisha has a question. You know what? If folks are just telling you what you want to hear, um, you're not going to be able to grow. And it's the same for mine. That's why I, I said before, sometimes I love to hear people who come into my videos and say, man, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're doing a horrible job or this, the way, when you do this, it's not, I don't like that. I like that. 
I like it when people do those things to my videos because that gives me feedback as to creating a better video. It's so important to, to take that criticism, but I appreciate you telling me what, the way you feel. How to stay consistent in uploading. Uh, I would say have a schedule. Try to have a schedule. And, and I think, you know, you start off with the basic, maybe a little bit minimal where you have some room. So for example, if you feel like you want to do three videos a week, that's fine. Start with one, one a week and do it for a few weeks. And if that seems easy enough, your, your schedule works, then go to two and then build it off of that. Because you, what you don't want to do is go backwards. I think you really want to make sure that in your consistency, see, I, I think there's this idea out there that consistency is for the viewer. For some channels, that may be the case. But for most channels, it's more about you. It's more about me. When I am consistent, um, I, I'm able to create a better channel. And so having that consistency for you, being able to keep up at a level that you can keep up with is, is really important. So don't overdo it. Don't, just start off with the basics and build into your workflow that works best for you. And then your audience will appreciate it. Okay. If I upload a video about uh, other YouTuber background music, uh, background music they are using, or teach people how to make thumbnails like, uh, like some bigger YouTubers, is that okay? Absolutely. You can talk about very specific, especially if you think it's relevant. If you think that background music is relevant to um, how well they're doing or their thumbnails, which is probably more likely, definitely, definitely, uh, you know, dig into that and, and show why. But be careful with music because you could um, get a copyright strike. So that's always something you need to be careful of. But um, if you think it's valuable, why not? Uh, from the last four months, I'm uploading videos with a fine, with a fine thum thumbnail uh, with a well description and research tags, but not a single impression. Well, you know, what is your topic? Here are the five things you need to understand when developing a, your, your videos. Number one, by far, the number one thing is topic. Are people searching or care for that? Are there people making videos on it? I mean, if other people are making videos on it and are successful on that topic, that's good. Um, because if you're the only person that is making a video on a specific topic, well, maybe some people don't know to search for it or there's not an audience for it. So that, that really is important. You say you make a good thumbnail, good. Well, ask other people too. What do they think of the thumbnail? It's always good to get feedback. Like I said, I like it when people tell me, hey, your thumbnail's horrible, or it's great, or, you know, that topic is horrible. But topic is number one. And then your title is number two. Thumbnail. Now, you can switch two and three. Thumbnail, topic, title, and thumbnail. Those are the top three. And I have a video on all five, so you can go check that out <laughs> if you want. Um, timing and trends are the other two, by the way. Uh, okay. So, um, how to over overcome content block? There are a few ways. I'll give you three ways that I overcome content block. One, when I'm in a creative mood, I come up with, when I'm in a creative mood, I, I will list things. I will list ideas. 
so I can come back to them when I'm not in a creative mood. Two, combine things, what we refer to as the combination code. The combination code is when you take your core of who you are and what you're about and you combine it with something else. Sometimes it's a technology, a philosophy, a design. There are so many things you combine with your core. So start combining things, you know, combining things that you may not have thought of combining before. You can really get out and start writing those down. That can really get the flow going, creative ideas. Just start combining. What if I did combine this and this in terms of a video? Also, think of extremes. What if? Ask yourself, what if? And what if can quite often lead to new ideas. Now, before you know it, you're going to have a number of ideas that you can build off of. Ask yourself why. Look at some of your older videos and ask, why did I create that? Or what if? Or is there a better way? Or is there more I can say about that topic? So that right there should help a lot to help you get some more ideas out there. Let's see, what do we got here? Uh, thank you from India. Uh, the, let's see, the people who are watching this, please uh, like the stream. Oh, thank you so much. That's, that's so nice of you. Um, I admire your work. Thank you. Thank you. Pratish, thank you so much. Photography's job or hobby? Oh, is photography my job or hobby? No, I have a degree. My degree is in photography. I have a Bachelor of Fine Arts degree, and I have a studio. I'm, this is my studio building that I'm in right now. So there's a studio downstairs, and I photograph quite a bit. And uh, so if you ever want to see my work, you're more than welcome to uh, search Detroit food photographer. You'll, you'll find me there pretty easily. Another question where I'm from, Michigan, United States. Let's see. I came across uh, some YouTube channel which had grown in four months with 50 to 1,000. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's 1,000 subs. It would be uh, organic. Some from 50 to 1,000 subs in four months, that's certainly. If, it's 50, if, that's, if that's a million, it's possible, but that's extremely rare. That's extremely rare. Let's see. If we have any more last-minute questions, uh, questions before we go into it this show will be posted this question question answer show at the tubeblog.com and that's where you can actually get more information about growing a youtube channel and also you can find other people who have podcasts and other youtube experts you can find them there that can be very helpful too so uh, consider that you have a great week and i wish you all of the best with your youtube channels you guys have a great week the tube labs podcast is hosted at the tubeblog.com